and we're live. Charlotte, how's it going? You okay? I'm really well, thank you. <laughs> I'm um, good. <laughs> always smiling. You always seem so happy with life. I don't know how you do it. It's glued on. Don't worry, it's glued on. <laughs> so um, for those uh, people that might not know sort of who you are, um, tell us a bit about your background and uh, what you're currently doing. Yeah, so I'm an actor. Um, I've done things like First Dates, um, which was filmed all of last year. Um, I've been living in London for the past seven years, doing acting since I left drama school. Currently at the moment I'm in Hamburg, um, doing a play which finishes in two weeks. I've been doing it for the last, gosh, four months now, um, doing a comedy play. Um, but yeah, I dabble in all sorts of uh, performing. <laughs> What sort of um, play are you doing at the moment in Hamburg? So it's um, it transferred from the West End and then it went to Broadway. Um, and now it's at the English Theatre of Hamburg, um, which is the only theatre in the whole of Hamburg that does English plays. Um, it's a comedy about three air hostesses all being played by the same guy. And I play the American Gloria. Um, um, we've been doing it for the past three months. And yeah, seem to finish. Cool, man. Cool. Is that had like a big following where you are? Yeah, the theatre has a big following on its own, um, but we've had some really fantastic audiences and a lot of Hamburg speak English, so it's come. It's actually come across really well. We've had some really great reviews as well, so it's been fun. Yeah, which is always good because you don't want things sort of lost in translation. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But they understand everything. Every joke. They are. They're falling about in laughter. <laughs> <laughs> rather, rather than that um, sort of awkward stage silence where you crack a joke. Awkward silence. You're like, and you just hear tumbleweed. <laughs> we've, had, we've had some of that as well. <laughs> yeah. How do you deal with that when that happens? You just keep going or you kind of, does it put you a little bit hot under the collar? Like, oh. You kind of go, oh, that joke didn't land. Um, and then you just carry on. <laughs> you just go, right keep going but that's the same with like stand-up comedy I've done stand-up comedy and sometimes the gigs go really well and you go wow I'm on fire and then sometimes you just go gosh I really need to get off stage now yeah, before, <laughs> but you have to carry on before the booing and the uh the tomatoes start coming. before the the tomatoes get thrown you know that you don't want you don't need that <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> so um when did you start acting when was uh when did you kind of know that you know you wanted to be an actress and then wanted to get into that sort of business? Um, from the age of probably about six or seven, it started acting competitions and singing competitions, and I started to. I always placed, so I always got either first, second, or third, and I kind of got that buzz for. I just loved the competition and I loved performing, and from ever since from that age, I just thought. I want to. I want to act. I want to perform. So where you here? <laughs> here you are. Exactly. Make it. Living the dream. Almost. Do you know what I mean? Making it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Were, were your um, sort of like school choices based around your acting as well? Yeah, absolutely. So I did. Uh, did my drama for my GCSEs, and then I left and went to college and did a BTEC in performing arts, and then went straight to drama school and did three years training at drama school but all through school growing up I always did extra drama lessons extra singing dance it was always 
I always knew what I wanted and what the goal was. And that's still inside. <laughs> it's just keep climbing the ladder, that's it, I suppose. Man. No, I mean, you've got, mm. got to stay hungry, haven't you? Like, because if you yeah. get complacent, that's when I think things start almost... You just become lazy, up. yeah. Yeah. No, I have that same problem sometimes, even with this, like, just doing a podcast or whatever. I was I podcasted last night with someone, I totally forgot, and uh, he's, like, an American guy, and uh, yeah. he rang me, and I answered answered the call, and I was like, hello? He's like, uh, I've just got back from work, mate, like, what's up? He's like, we're meant to be podcasting. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry, like, and that's just my just lazy thinking, tea. you know? Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> yeah. just, just sipping my British tea, you know? <laughs> <laughs> The Americans don't get it, you know, they're like, what's the fascination with tea? And you're just kind of like, oh, you've got one going as well. <laughs> I've got one here. A necessity. If I don't have a cup of tea in the morning, that set me off on a bad, a bad start. Yeah, you know that. I need I agree. a cup of tea. Um, so who's your sort of biggest role model since maybe from a young age? Like, Rod I know role models can mm -hmm. change, but who have yeah. you sort of idolised and been like, do you know what, like, I, I really want to sort of, be like yeah. her or him hard one i think as a child there wasn't really anybody as a child where i thought like acting was i loved acting i loved watching it and things like that but i think as i've got older i like olivia coleman and she's just phenomenal and um comedians and things like that and meryl streep and even Leonardo DiCaprio, like I watch, you can watch people and Natalie Dormer and you watch people and you go, wow, you've really got something about you that's really watchable. Yeah. Um, like good, good screen I, presence, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You can't put your finger on it. When somebody's got something, they've got something and it's just kind of like this ooze and you just want to watch them. So, Yeah. I've never understood that as well. Like maybe it's a psychological thing or I don't know what it is, but they can like walk onto the camera, walk onto the set and you're captured, you know, you look at them, you're just like, they've got me on this yeah. scene. And I think that's what makes like a good film or a show as well is by having someone like Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. There's got um, something about them that they bring something. So what's mm. been your sort of biggest role so far in your career? Oh gosh. What's brought, what's brought you the most like following and oh okay like well first dates has brought me the most following um but things in terms of acting what i've loved is i did play sandy in greece um which was a uk tour uh, in european tour sorry and i absolutely loved that and i've just finished a commercial in beirut um which was a comedy commercial i've had jobs which i've loved but obviously because they're smaller jobs and they're not, you don't see them all the time. People aren't seeing them on telly all the time. You don't bigger. You, people aren't seeing it all the time, so they're not following you. Mm. Um, but you can talk about them and everything. It's things like first dates, which kind of really was a step forward, even though that's not really acting because I'm myself. Yeah. Um, people have noticed me more for that because of what the show stands for and everybody knows first dates and channel four and mm. the whole team so that's probably been for last year the biggest most exciting thing really for me amongst all the other things that i've done how did you um go how did you get that role like how did you kind of stumble into that or did you just keep pushing to try and get in there 
No, so I finished um, playing Cinderella um, last Christmas, so 2016. And I was got back to my flat in London and I thought, what can I do to move things forward? And I just thought, first dates, why don't I email them and just on the off chance and see if they would ever be looking for a waitress. Sent a picture, it was like a selfie, <laughs> emailed. <laughs> and then they rang me and they said, can you come in for an interview? I went in for about two hours, they filmed me. And then they like got back in contact with me again. They were like, can you come back in? The producers want to like see, watch you be filmed and chat. Did that. And then they came to my cafe where I was working and they filmed me again. And then this was like over the course of three months. And then they rang me and they said, right, would you like to be our new waitress? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that was it. It was literally... It was crazy because it all stemmed from me just sat in my kitchen behind my computer, emailing people, and I just had a thought to just email them, and that was it. Yeah, rather than, obviously, they could have, you know, you're never going to get the phone call from them, and then they're like, would you like to? And you're like, no, <laughs> just put the phone Exactly, back. I was like, yes, please. Yeah. I loved the show. I watched it with my mum and dad. Um, I loved the show. So to actually be then serving people on it and watching it was just incredible i loved it absolutely loved it have you ever seen like really really bad dates whilst you've sort of been filming and just watching where you, all people walk in and you're like oh, this this one ain't gonna end well <laughs> yes well we had we had one date that didn't end great um and the guy was actually brought back on um and he was so lovely and I just think they just didn't get on. I mean, you can kind of see when people come in and they sit down and everybody's so nervous. You're kind of nervous for them. And obviously they're being filmed and it's like their first time being filmed. But you can kind of pick up on um, chemistry and things like that when girls are playing with their and the guys are, you know, keep touching their shirts. You can kind of tell when people are attracted to each other. Um, so which is really cute to see. Yeah, from, from a... Uh, kind of an outsider's um, view yeah. looking in you kind of because I doubt they even noticed they're doing it do you know what I mean they're no, doing these they have little no things. idea it's strange it's so subconscious yeah it's a very strange thing and I'm sure like if you're in that situation you don't even like if you was in that situation you'd be like oh, I weren't really into him and then your friend would be like well you was playing with your hair a lot and you was laughing a lot yeah. and you're like oh. you were licking your lips yeah <laughs> 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 yeah exactly so um what's sort of the the audition process for roles like do, does it vary dependent on roles or is it kind of sort of a similar structure in the sense of you turn up somewhere recite your lines um, or whatever and then you get the phone call yeah it's always it's always kind of the same setup you know you're going to be your agent's going to call you you've got an audition um there might be lines to learn there might not be you get sent your de details and that's you to prepare and you and get ready for your audition you turn up and it's almost it's always the same really you're turning up you're sat in a room full of people that all look like you all you know all have got the script in their hand you know going over their lines and everything and trying to relax and getting changed and then yeah you just go in and try and give them what you think that they want or just do what you just do what you think is you know right for the part or yeah, there's no, there's no rhyme or remedy. 
there's you never know what they're going to need or what they want you just got to go in there and go this is me you either like it or you don't yeah and I you just, just hope that they do this is what i'm doing this is what i'm bringing this is what i can bring yeah fingers crossed you like it yeah. that's that's all that's all it is really it's i say sh- that's all it is it's nerve-wracking <laughs> yeah how would you deal with the the nerves and stuff like that as well because obviously there's like stage fright you know people do get stage fright and things like that how yeah, what's your nerves. sort of coping mechanism for that i don't know really i kind of get there really early and kind of just give myself a lot of pep talks like come on you can do this um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know really I kind of just I think it's just the more you do the more auditions you go to the more people you meet as you get older I think you become more confident and more you know secure in what you've got to offer um, but there's always those butterflies but they're actually they help you they mm. you know bring that extra kind of zest yeah. yeah that bit of oomph that you need Um so yeah, nerves are a good thing. You just can't let them overtake it and kind of drive your audition. What was like? What's been your biggest role that you've gone for in an audition and haven't secured? Um, oh, haven't secured. There's been there's been a few jobs, which is completely you know you can't get every job. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Mm. So I think there's. There's always going to be jobs that you're not going to secure or TV jobs, West End jobs. You know, you just can't let that phase you. You've got to go in there thinking, I'm going to get it. I'm going to do this. Um, and then as soon as you leave the room, you've just got to let that go. Wait for the phone to call. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. You move on. Yeah. On to the next. It's quite a, quite a harsh business, I guess, sometimes. If you, if you can't handle rejection, I guess, it's probably not maybe ideal for certain types of people do you know what i mean yeah yeah what do you mean (laughs) what do you mean you rejected me you (laughs) fucking bastard (laughs) like going in there yeah how dare you (laughs) um yeah there's always that um but you it's the thing is it's never really a reflection on you it's do you fit the right idea in their minds of what they want as the character or you know do you fit the cast that kind of family of cast that they've picked it's so it's, it's dependent on so things so you've got to take it with a pinch of salt and just keep going really so how did you get into your line of work like where did the journey kind of start for you um because obviously you know you didn't just wake up one day and land land on your feet and be like oh this is great there, must, yeah. there was like a process of like was you sort of uh dancer at first and then you went for like a role do you know what i mean so what was the sort of time yeah so i think well obviously when i left drama school that was kind of when i got my agent um and then it kind of i just started auditioning straight away and luckily because obviously sometimes it doesn't happen it takes a while um i started getting jobs and kind of and then I decided, oh, I want to really go into comedy and stand up. So I did that. And then I did a competition and came top 15 for that in the UK. And it kind of just spiraled. And then I got a, a UK tour. It, and But obviously, there's always quiet months where I had a job in three months or I haven't had an audition in, 
you know, a few weeks. There's always those quiet periods, which is completely natural. But that's the time when you have to kind of go, right, let's go back to the drawing board. How can I kind of, what's my new plan of action? Um, but I've been quite lucky, really, where work has come from other work. Mm. That, but that's only through me kind of contacting people again and going, hi, um, here I am. What are you doing at the moment? Um, it's a lot about networking and talking to people and kind of just being in the know, like what's on, who's casting. It's, you've got to do a lot of work outside of when you're when you're performing. Did you do uh, like a job alongside your your acting at first? Obviously, I know you said you was working in a cafe as well. Was there any other jobs you did alongside, like you began yeah, auditioning? I still have. Yes, I've still got. I work. So in London at the moment, I work, I have started up my own party planning um, kind of business called Pom Pom Parties, um, <laughs> where I do baby showers and things like that. And then I work three days a week at Hedgefield. Um, so I, you still have to, otherwise you'd just be sat at home on your, on your laptop waiting for your agent to give you a call. You'd go out your mind. So you have to kind of have other jobs and other avenues and do other things because you you know, they, they're your strings to your bow as well. So can't just be sat at home. You go bloody mad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you go and do lolly. <laughs> that's, I think that's it as well. Like, obviously, um, sitting in is never good for anyone. You know, you've got to be proactive and take action in life. Yeah. Otherwise, Absolutely. Um, you know, opportunity doesn't come knocking on your door at the end of the day. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, go out and be creative. You know, bring home that bacon. <laughs> you know? so yeah so um, gotta do it. what's sort of been your uh best memory within the acting world so far like what's when you look back and think about your acting career what sort of really you think oh, i just really love that i wish i could kind of go back to there again and just do that one more time or whatever oh gosh there's so many things i think Recently I did, so I did a commercial in Beirut and I got flown out. It was literally, I did the audition, didn't hear back the day that they said they were going to call me back. I was like, oh, I didn't get it, my agent was like, I don't think you got it. I was like, okay. Went to work the next morning, got my phone call. And they were like, no, you're going to be in a flight to Beirut. Um, can you, your flight's at five. And I was like, what, I'm at work, I had to leave work. But that, and I spent four days in Beirut that was just incredible i i'm doing first dates being told you know taxis picking you up and you're staying here and you're going to hair and makeup all of those jobs amazing and even this job in hamburg to perform every night and make people laugh and you know be on stage it's it's just you just every single time you love it i absolutely love it What's going on with your um, your comedy at the moment? Are you still sort of pursuing that? Um, you're sort of like solo, as a solo person, or are you still kind of, are you doing it as a group in an on-stage thing? So I do comedy, so I'm just, this is a comedy at the moment, but in terms of stand-up, um, mm. I haven't done stand-up, gosh, since, for about two years now, but I write comedy, so, and I've filmed comedy, I've got comedy on my show, which I've actually written myself, um, and I film with fellow actors, um, so, and I'm always writing, always have my ideas, and this would be a really great thing, or this, this is, I'm always working on that, yeah. 
Sorry, Hopefully, sorry. I would really want a sketch show. I really want a female sketch show. That's what I'd love. Let's, let's, <laughs> if anyone's watching, let's make it happen. Happy <laughs> Tate out there, yeah. you know. <laughs> you never know, you never know exactly that. Yeah. No, you've, you've got to keep plugging away, in you, because, you know, it can happen. Like, Absolutely, just... it will happen. I like it that. It will. Yeah. Like um, no cap, will. So what would be your sort of perfect role if you had the choice? Any role in the world, you know, it could be like a James Bond girl or anything. What would be your perfect role? Ooh, I well, I would love to be in a period drama. Period drama. So something like, le there was a, um, a series on not long ago, actually, Lady Chatterley's Lover and Scandalous Lady W, things like that, Mr. Selfridge. I'd love to be in a period drama. Lead role? That um, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in the background making the tea. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. you're, you're three minutes, like they're like three go, minutes. and you're like that, boiling Milk, the kettle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I'm gone. <laughs> Blink and you miss me. <laughs> um, so sort of like performing in in the West End. How did that like? How did you kind of fall into that? How did that happen for you? Just auditioning auditioning a lot and uh for lots of different things and then you just go you just get it one day you just they go yeah we want you um yeah it's just auditioning a lot That's and then you get the job There's, it, you won an, uh, an award as well didn't you quite a while ago um like a gold gold medal i really can't remember oh yeah for the uk for. yeah gold yeah. medal um yeah i did um a piece so I was entered into that um, in the UK and it was like six rounds against all these other actors doing their pieces and everything. And I did a piece from Road by Jim Cartwright and um, I was mentored by a guy from RADA, um, one of the directors there. And yeah, won it, which was phenomenal because I remember when it got down to the finals and there was three of us. And um, it had been over the course of six months because they were doing it all over the country. And I remember when it got down to the final three, I was like, say my name, say my name, say my name. Just like, please say my name. And they were like, Charlotte Knowles, which was just, I'll never forget that moment. I'll never forget it. Absolute and happiness. That was, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I squeal <laughs> like a little pig. <laughs> did did you ever... Um... Yeah. Did you ever doubt yourself in that situation? Like when you were there, was you thinking, "No," oh, you was like, "I know I've got this." Obviously, and you're like, "Say my name," you know, kind of thing. Yeah, but I, I was just like, "Say it." I remember when I first got entered into it. I was, I remember saying to myself, "I'm going to win it," and I never for one moment doubted that I wasn't going to win it. And that probably sounds really weird or big-headed, but I thought I'm going to win it. And I think if you have that much belief whether you get those jobs straight away or not, if you have the utmost belief in yourself that you can achieve something, then you will achieve it. It's just a matter of time. Have you read um, like the law of attraction or anything like that? Because um, that's kind of like what a lot of, say, uh, you know, Will Smiths and stuff like that, they kind of talk in the same way. It's like, if you believe yeah. it enough, it will happen. Positivity breeds positivity. Yeah, if you put out that, if you, you reap what you sow, and if you're putting it out there, you know, because no one else is going to believe in you. And if you don't believe in yourself, so 
you just got to keep going. The knockbacks are good. They're just as good as when you actually do get something. You learn something from it. So, yeah, law of attraction, definitely. What's your um, sort of biggest live audience that you've performed in front of? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably about a thousand. So that's uh, how much, a, just that's a standard theatre, really. Yeah. And then obviously Channel 4. But that's not really performing, that's just me. And I think they've got, what, 4.6 million followers now? Yeah. The same as Bear Grylls. So, yeah, that was pretty nerve-wracking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. a big audience here. <laughs> are you still, you're obviously still working with uh, First Dates and that. They've, have they moved, because I think they're doing like a new show like a hotel one or something yeah yeah they're doing first dates hotel so i was too new to be considered for that because obviously I, they hadn't even aired what i'd done that year mm. so and austin obviously didn't do it. and then i think they thought that we were more london and to get more of not austin so much but for me they wanted to see how the public would react to me before they kind of said oh come along and do first dates abroad so yeah that's a bit of a shit. See what the public think. I think it, I think <laughs> I think they'll be fine. Do you know what I mean? I think it will be good, and you'll be out there in no time. Yeah. What's it like working with the um the like cast and the crew and that? Are they all sort oh, of friendly? Amazing. Oh my gosh, so friendly. And you're always nervous before you start something like like a job that's already well established and everybody knows each other. But they were so welcoming. They're like a family. Um, absolutely wonderful, all of them. It's mad because obviously a lot of people may think, oh, they're they're not friends or fair, and there's probably some like bitching no, out of order and that. But yeah, it's nice. There's I think no, it's good. They're genuinely, I can put my hand on my heart. Not one of them um, are a bad egg. All of them are re are absolutely wonderful. Channel Four have done good then picking the picking the cast. Picking the team, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so team channel four what are your plans for um 2018 like what have you got sort of going on for yourself what are you planning on doing what are you going to yeah. make happen um what's gonna be got my plan already in place um but finish the job and then get back to london i've got a, um a, like a law firm company in london want me to do all of their footage for their for a film so i've got that coming up and then I've got some productions that I want to be in that I need to chase up, things like that. And just get back to auditioning, really. Who um, knows? Yeah, it's I think exciting. That's, that's the, the beauty of it as well, isn't it? Obviously, you're kind of creating your own luck, but also there is that element of surprise because you are reliant on someone else to see your talent and be like, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We, we've got it going, you're, you're in, you know. Who knows, yeah. we might see you in the new Star Wars or something, you know? <laughs> I mean, put it out there and you'll get it back. <laughs> you never know, you never know. I mean, that, that Who film, knows? those films seem to... I might look um, good with those buns, you don't know. Well, in the um, the Princess the Leia bikini in the hair. Princess Leia, yeah. <laughs> be a good look. Absolutely. Um, so, obviously, we've been going for just about 30 minutes. Um, should we wrap it up yeah because yeah. i've run yeah. out of the i've even run out of things to to go through now it's, no that's fine which is always good that's, it's been lovely
um, I'll talk to you off camera anyways and uh, I'll get you to send me over sort of your website link so if anyone Brilliant. who does see this wants to contact you about Fantastic. audition roles and that and um, your social media and stuff like that but we'll chat off camera anyways yeah wonderful uh, but yeah thank you for coming on I appreciate it thank you for having me I hope the audience have enjoyed it <laughs> how could that how could they not do you know what I mean how could exactly exactly <laughs>